Salam. That is Amharic for hello. I am Steve Durr. I am your host for today for the Matthew Audio Devotional Podcast. We are going to be reading Matthew chapter 15, starting at verse 29 and going to verse 39. And I hope you're not too hungry today because we're talking about food a little bit. So hopefully uh, you're going to want to feast on the Word of God. How's that? That's pretty pathetic. I'm sorry. But anyways, let's get into it. Jesus returned to the Sea of Galilee and climbed a hill and sat down. A vast crowd brought to him people who were lame, blind, crippled, those who couldn't speak, and many others. They laid them before Jesus, and he healed them all. The crowd was amazed. Those who hadn't been able to speak were talking. The crippled were made well. The lame were walking, and the blind could see again. And they praised the God of Israel. Then Jesus called his disciples and told them, I feel sorry for these people. They've been here with me for three days and they've had nothing left to eat. I don't want to send them away hungry or they will faint along the way. The disciples replied, where would we get enough food here in the wilderness for such a huge crowd? Jesus asked, how much bread do you have? They replied, seven loaves and a few small fish. So Jesus told all the people to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, thanked God for them, and broke them into pieces. He gave them to the disciples, who distributed the food to the crowd. They all ate as much as they wanted, and afterward the disciples picked up seven large baskets of leftover food. There were 4,000 men who were fed that day, in addition to all the women and children. Then Jesus sent the people home, and he got into a boat and crossed over to the region of Magadan. Well, just a bit of context for us here today. The Gospel of Mark, uh, this is Matthew we read, but the Gospel of Mark also retells this story and points out that it takes place in a primarily non-Jewish Gentile region on the other side of the Sea of Galilee, which is interesting, kind of a Gentile region primarily. Uh, Jesus' ministry has been prioritizing going to his fellow Jews first to declare and display the kingdom of God as Israel's Messiah. But along the way, there are stories in Matthew and in the Gospels like this one and the final lines of the book of Matthew that will reveal that Jesus' kingdom movement will be a global Jewish and Gentile movement. It will be for all people. And we're getting hints of that even now. It's breaking beyond Israel and it's touching the lives of the rest of the world. And I just love to see Jesus on mission uh, beyond the boundaries uh, that people tended to have in mind. Now here, Jesus on the other side of the lake, the Sea of Galilee, he's got a lot of popularity and he's become quite the attraction, you know, and people have been spending a few days with him, uh, probably lasting a little bit longer than they anticipated. They've been listening to him. They've been watching him. They've been with him. And it reminds me a bit of like a music festival and people are spending days together having a shared experience. You've ever been to a music festival, you know, but this festival isn't one you drive in and drive out to, right? And th this is one where you stay at. And this festival, though, doesn't have bands. It doesn't have food trucks <laughs> or merch tables. Jesus is healing folks, 
And Matthew describes the kind of people that are being brought to Jesus. Those who could not walk, could not see, could not talk, or had some sort of a a disability. And Matthew reports that Jesus healed them all. That is just a powerful line. Again, Jesus healed them all. That's such good news. But it's more than just good news for the moment. It's good news for God's movement. There's a number of scripture passages in the Jewish scriptures, the Old Testament, that speak poetically of the moment to come when God will rescue Israel from its suffering. And one is found in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 35, 5 through 6. And the prophet Isaiah announces that one is coming that they are looking forward to. And it says this in Isaiah 35, starting in verse 5. And when he comes, he will open the eyes of the blind. He will unplug the ears of the deaf. The lame will leap like a deer, and those who cannot speak will sing for joy. Springs will gush forth in the wilderness, and streams will water the wasteland. It's just an incredible picture. It's another faith-building moment reminding us that Jesus is Israel's promised King Messiah to come. But Jesus doesn't just heal, he also feeds. And his compassion leads him to care for the hunger pangs of people who probably stayed longer than expected. I'm sure they brought some food along with them, but then they hung around longer and longer, and now they're out of food. And Jesus is so hospitable. And I love that Jesus cares for their needs. He cares about them. And he locates what food they have to work with. They've got seven loaves of bread and a few fish. And it and he takes that little that they've given him and he multiplies it to more than meet the need. And I always find this inspiring, especially in the face of enormous challenges and overwhelming needs and large-scale problems that touch the heart of God, whether it be personally in our family life, in our community, or in our world. It can be easy for some folks, myself included, to take on full responsibility, to try to make things happen, to get discouraged at the scope of the needs around us, and then not bother at all. We want to be like Jesus. We want to touch every person's life. We want to bring healing. We want to bring food. But how can we possibly make a dent? We are so small. And the problem is so big. And if we can't, and it's too big, then why bother? It can be discouraging. But this story is so wonderful because Jesus collects what his his followers already have in their hands, and he multiplies it. They didn't need to have food for 4,000 plus. They just needed to offer what they had and entrust it to Jesus. And they ended up with more leftovers than they even started with. And so what do you have in your hand that you can offer to Jesus today? What has he gifted you? It might be a listening ear to someone who's hurting, an encouraging word, a purposeful prayer. It might be some financial resources, some material support, 
a skill or talent, a room in your home, a ride to the airport. I don't know what it might be, but you have something in your hand. And today's a day to recognize that we aren't Jesus. We are not the Messiah. And for us to place our lives and that which we do have in his compassionate and powerful hands. After all, he's the promised Messiah King. He can multiply things, and we are his followers. So today, how's God getting your attention? Maybe today you need to be reminded that he is the Messiah King we've been waiting for. Or maybe today you need to be reminded that though the problems in our world seem so vast, so big, we are not the Savior. We're just being asked what's in our hand and to submit ourselves to him, the one who can multiply all things for his mission and movement. So let's um, close our time in prayer and just again um, dedicate ourselves to God and keep eyes open for what Jesus would have us do today. Jesus, thank you for healing every need that came across you. It's just, I love your compassion. You're moved to compassion. It wasn't out of a heart of have to, to feed people or have to, to heal people. It was a heart of want to, desire to, love to, moved to. And when you see us, you see our needs, you encounter us, it's that love that moved you. That, mo- that love that was demonstrated that while we were still sinners, you died for us. And so we thank you and praise you for your love and your compassion. And today we offer you all that we have. We offer you um, our skills, our talents, our time, our abilities, our prayers. We offer you our lives. And though they may seem small or um, tiny in the face of so many large scale things in this world, we know that in your hands, you can do all things. And so we just offer ourselves to you today. Reveal where we can join you and what you're already doing in the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great rest of your day.